Games Cast episode 68. Is that right? Where as of episode 68, we're rebranding to the exhausted Games Cast, the, the big, big tired energy Games Cast. My name is Nolan, big, big tired Nolan. With me is Janelle Bedhead Dutton. And as always, Sleepy Alex. Sleepy Alex. That sounds like some kind of alt skin if you were a character in a game, like a Smash skin. No, that, that's like an Appalachian Miners nickname, right? Good old Sleepy Alex. Wow, big, big difference between those two <laughs> analogies. But I, I think I like, I think I like yours better. In retrospect, mine feels a little bit lazy. Yours, yours gives me like a whole image. Feels a little sleepy. I, ha- I have, I have a whole scene like set up in my head now. It's old Sleepy Alex. That's old Timber Bob. Yeah, exactly. Calling that because before he was a miner, he cut down trees. Guess you could have figured that one out for yourself. I want a new name too. What's my new one? Uh, Bonkinello. Why? Um, because you're. <laughs> Hey, down you here, call her Bonkinello, because so... uh, one time so she, indignantly. Uh, she had gotten into a fight at a bar. The guy said, I'll, I don't make me angry, I'll punch you. And she said, I'll bonk you. And he and he he didn't even get a chance to be mad at her because he laughed so hard, diffused the whole situation. Everybody got, you know, it was it just ended the whole thing right there. So we call her Bonkinello now. <laughs> That's what we do. I'm crying. <laughs> Stupid. Why do we even play video games? So we should just play whack-a-mole. What if we just whack-a-mole? Like, this is an analog video game. Bonk-a-mole. Whack-a-mole is not an an- you. Whack-a-mole is not an analog video game. <laughs> yeah, it is. There's no. Isn't... There's no electronics. You just hit moles. Then what? Th- that's the. Holy okay, shit. so football is an analog video game. Yes. Yeah. Because there's no electron. Like all the that's games an that are game. Let's let's phrase that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I was gonna say like. There's Chess no, there's no video involved. It's all an, it's all raw. It's analog. Did you know? Did you know that chess on the Nintendo 3DS is based off <laughs> chess? It's an old ass analog video game. Didn't yeah. Have a screen. Yeah. Came out came out on the ZX Spectrum. <laughs> the first Whack a Mole was actually uh, manufactured by Bandai in Japan. What? Yeah. Was it, it really is an analog video game? Wow. Yeah. yeah. And Togo. Was Maybe. it still a mole? It's called, um, shit, what's it called? It's called Mole Buster or <laughs> Mogura Taiji. <laughs> Hell yeah. I want to go to the... Mole Buster. I want to go to the pier Wait, and play tai, some Mogura Taiji. Taiji or like Taijin? No N. No N? No Mogura N. Taiji. I love it. Does that just I mean Mole play. Buster? I don't I mom, only know that Mogura means mole. It's 1971. I don't know mom, what Taiji please means. take me to play Mole Buster after school. Mom. <laughs> please. It's stupid. Uh, I want to play that one game in Shenmue 3 where they like couldn't get the rights to any Sega arcade games, so you go into the first arcade and it's like a like a little toy car on a stick and you're like driving it up a road, you're like moving the stick back and forth. It's totally like a fake video game. That's what I that's what I want to play. You guys remember Shenmue 3? Speaking uh, of video games. I, feel I was licensed to them two years later. Sorry. I'm reading the history of Whack-A-Mole or Mole Buster. We're it's a Mole Buster podcast now. We're a Mole Buster podcast. Yeah, I remember Shenmue 3. That's invented my favorite Invented by game. Kazuo Yamada of Togo. Oh, yeah. Based on pencil sketches. Togo, the Eugene sandwich chain. Are they? They're not a Eugene chain. They just have a Togo they sandwich. They just have a Togo. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that an East Coast that, thing? I don't know. I've only ever seen it in Eugene, but man, that place fucks. I loved it. I've only had it once, then they went away, but I loved it while I had it. Well, let me tell you what. 
Mulebuster aside, this is a podcast about video games called the Emerald Games Cast. We got a little bit of news this week, but I want to ask before we do that if uh, you guys you guys have been playing anything interesting because we just bought Resident Evil Village. We will be playing it tonight, so we'll definitely be able to talk about it next week. You know what else we're going to talk but about? But like, next week? anyone been playing anything good this week though? I haven't been playing this, but next week we will also be talking about how there's a new map in. The hunt showdown. Oh yeah, that'll be exciting. And I'm excited yeah, it's on about test that. servers since a couple days ago. Um, no, you know, in the last week or two, I had a momentary addiction to a really bad mobile game, um, and that's about it. What, what's the mobile game? I don't want to talk about that. It was just <laughs> one that I got. I kept getting ads for this really. It was, it was basically Candy Crush with like a fashion. It theme. was basically Candy Crush, but I was getting all these fucking ads that were driving me crazy because not only was it really ugly. But also it was stupid. It was like, dress up this girl so she doesn't stink on her date. But they wouldn't give her Oh my god, I've seen that. Yeah, they just play it wrong. And it's horrible. And for months, maybe even a year, I've been like, I fucking hate this. I hate it. So eventually, strategy though. Eventually, I was like, would shave like one of her eyebrows and not the other, and you'd be like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fix it. And it it bugged me, and I was like, I know they just want me to go. I hate that. And then it happened, and I was like, I fucking hate that. And then I played (laughs) 102 levels of Candy Crush. So that was weird. God didn't damn. feel good about it, but so no, I haven't been playing video games. <laughs> you, you're, not, you're, you're not giving yourself enough credit. You're saying that, but we just finished Kentucky Route Zero today. Oh, I did forget that. You started Valhalla. Oh, just didn't play very much of it. I forgot that too. Got a code um, that we're gonna talk about next week. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe the week after. Who knows? Um, it's not embargoed. It's already out. You can say the name of it. Where, where the heart leads. I didn't say the name because I thought I forgot it. It's called Where the Heart Leads. I'm going to be reviewing that in the next yeah. few days, so that'll be fun. Hell yeah. 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 And then uh, God Boss Sleeping Dogs. That's not a new game. But Sleeping I sure Dogs have been came playing out it. This year? No, it did not. For Sleeping me, Dogs did not come out this year. For me, it did. You can't just say it's a 2021 game because you bought it Alex, in 2021. When, Alex, when did you buy Sleeping Dogs? Oh my god. Wait, I, not too long after it came out. Like maybe it came out like 2012 I want to say. So like a year or two after that. For my for my Damn Xbox it. 360. And then I think I got it on sale again on my uh, my PC. Because that game slaps. Like I was saying last episode. It's a good game. Yeah. I like it a lot. I, I like me a good martial arts game. haven't been playing it a lot. But I have been playing what is I suppose technically a martial arts game. I've been trying to learn how to play a traditional fighting game, right? To just, like, get... Sure, yeah. Understand the rules and, like, figure out how to play it. So I and bought a bunch of my friends copies of Garu, Mark of the Wolves, which is an SNK game. It is a Fatal Fury spinoff. Uh, it's very, very good. It has rollback netcodes so we can play online. But I've been just trying to do, like, the arcade mode and just trying to learn how the game wants me to play it. But if I can't even get, like, three levels into the arcade mode, I'm, like, way too scared to try it on, like, Fightcade or something. But it's, like, I want I want to understand how, how these games work. And I want to get good. So may, maybe someday if Street Fighter 6 comes out and it's good, I can I can get in at the start and, be, and, like, be able to be competent at it, you know? I like Guru, Mark of the Wolves. I played it a little bit with you. Yeah, me too. I yeah. think fighting games are fun. I think that they are the most difficult genre to take an interest in because not only do you need to put in a lot of time for a skill that's not very transferable compared to other video game genres Um, and I don't mean like that you can't use it in real life but I mean you can get good at shooters and you can get 
that skill used in most shooters. That's kind of true of fighting it's games. It's absolutely true of fighting games, yeah. You know, I mean, it, it is true of fighting games in terms of the fundamentals. You can learn spacing and Yomi, and you can learn inputs, and you can train your fingers and everything. But they have the um, a similar issue to what MOBAs have, where in order to really play at a high level in any fighting game, you have to spend time sort of fairly intimately studying, like, the full option set of every character that is in common play versus, like, getting good at racing games or shooters where you can go in and be like, I know how to do what I want to do right now, and I can use it. I don't. You don't have to, like, memorize what every other car can do, right, to be able to know, like, mm-hmm. okay, they're going to throw right now, so I should block or whatever. I've been wanting to play more of this game with you, Alex, and it's going to sound really stupid, but I did my nails a few days ago, and now they're too long for me to press buttons oh, very no. well in a controller. So in about a week, I'll hit you up. Hell yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. To play that it's game. It's a super fun game, though. I like it a lot. And you got Street Fighter V, too. You've been playing a little bit of that, I know. Just a little bit of that. The online is kind yeah. of stinky, so I haven't been doing that. But I've kind of just been uh, doing like the, the story mode and challenge modes to like figure out how to play this this foreign concept to me. That I've always been interested in. But What's up? The art is stinky, and the representation is stinkier. In Street Fighter V? Yeah. I, I hate like his it. banana hair. I hate Ken's banana hair. I hate how they look like they're inflated peeps. I think they look disgusting. The, all the characters? All the characters look fucking gross, and it's like, every girl has a bikini, and I, I have a lot of issues with that game, but primarily it's that they all look inflated. They all look disgusting. I hate it so much <laughs> when I look at that game. You just don't like the, like, style? No. I like the backgrounds in that game. They're really pretty. I think the art in Street Fighter Five is fine, but I don't think it's as good as the height of the pixelated era like with three alpha i think what you're forgetting when you say that it's not easily transferable is that next time we all three see each other in person we're gonna have a big battle from playing fighting games lately right yeah, yeah. i'm gonna throw out power yeah. waves and flash kicks um because i've been yeah. so good at terry it'll be great all, all i mean is that you could be like really good at street fighter 3 no, or something and then you go pick up a game like goro and you're like okay i know how to play this because I know how to play fighting games, but against the person who's put, like, 70 hours in and, like, knows what... Like, you can't read a character in a fighting game unless you know what's happening inside their head. But that's true that. for literally you... every game genre. I don't think yeah, it applies I'm, I'm not, as much I'm for other games I'm not saying it's not true games. for every game genre. I'm saying it's very, very particularly concentrated with fighting games, though. Like, in a shooter that you're playing... You can kind of know, okay, it's not like you, okay, you're better off, say, if you know everybody's ability in Rainbow Six or whatever, but in a general sense, you can be like, in this situation, I would hold my position and peek that corner, so I'll try and flank them or whatever. It's not like, oh, this one character has this crazy ability where they can like triple flank and shoot a fireball, and if you didn't know about it, you could never counter it. You just have to have known that they would do that because you have already studied their moveset or whatever. I don't know. Maybe I'm rambling, but I feel like it's very concentrated in a fighting game, whereas in other genres, it's like everyone shares general concepts with tweaks on them. In a fighting game, you have to know all of the tweaks to be able to even predict what they would do, I guess. I Maybe absolutely don't think that's true. Yeah, I think I, I think it's... You don't think so? I'm with you 100%. I mean, with, but I'm, wh- with Nolan. Yeah. I think Nolan is... I totally agree with this because that is 
absolutely a problem I've experienced between different fighting games too. I'm also, I guess I'm hyperbolizing. It's not like you have to know everything, but you have to know more than you do with other genres at the very, at the very least. If you at least want to be good enough to like really hold your own ground. Yeah. Ooh, Pokemon's kind of like that too. Not, not in the bad way. I'm not saying either of them are in the bad way. But you ever tried playing Pokemon where you're like, oh, I like my team. And you go in and someone's like, ah, oh, you didn't know that with this type combination, I can sweep you if I use this one move that has 30 speed and I have this special berry that makes everything four times damage or whatever. Like, I don't play Pokemon because we all have a game that we're allowed to play on this podcast and for Alex's Pokemon. And I don't, I don't <laughs> get in on that business. Wait, you're allowed to. I don't own the Monopoly I'm, on Pokemon. You do own Pokemon and that's why your podcast makes so much money. Oh, that explains right. it. Yeah. No, don't get me wrong. Fighting games are very fun. I like playing them. I think they're just prohibitively complex for a number of reasons. Not just for the crazy motor control that you need, but also for, like, the knowledge that you need. Do you know what is not very complex? What? The new Switch model. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) let's chat about that. It's an amazing segue. Let's talk about the news. I want to say, first off, I think the Switch model looks so fucking hot. (laughs) I think it looks... I have a crush on it. I think it looks so cool. For context, we got a new... Switch model that, if you're wondering if it's the Switch Pro, it's not. It's I the guess. Switch OLED model, and I'm not explaining to you which model of Switch it is. I'm telling you the name. Nintendo Switch, parentheses, OLED model. That's the official is name. Is it pronounced OLED or OLED? I don't know. I only read it on the screen. Oh, lead. You know. When I check my water pipes, I go, oh, lead. And that's why I have brain damage. Anyway. Oh, no. (laughs) God. That was really funny. Um, um, We were talking on the podcast a few weeks or months ago. Time is confusing to me. About what we thought would be on the new, like, Switch. And I know we said 4K screen. Don't have that. Um, I don't know what else we said, but it doesn't have that either. Because it doesn't really have anything different. There are some cool things about this. Like, it's got... The screen is seven inch now, which is <laughs> Woo! no. I mean that's a, that's a it's a sizable upgrade from what we have. It's sure. it's not huge, but that is. Um, How it, big is it when now? It, when it comes to a handheld screen, a small difference feels quite big. Even the difference between like the 3ds and the 3ds XL is pretty substantial in terms of experience. So I think that the screen size is nice. It's an OLED screen, which you know, of course, I, I don't know the tech like technical details but i know that they're supposed to have higher contrast better colors it's got an adjustable stand and a land port that's about it oh more storage <laughs> but you're right other than that though i didn't i look i don't think a switch needs a 4k screen because there aren't any games on the switch that i think would be like greatly improved by 4k um but i just think it's funny because everyone was like 4K Switch, 4K Switch. It's yeah, gonna yeah. be fucking crazy. It's well, gonna be hundreds of dollars. On it, right? Like, well, yeah. I, I think we, I think we expected. I, I expected 4K. I, I expected, uh, like a processing improvement, a performance boost mainly because, while the uh, resolution increase may have been a little bit too much to ask in the sense that like Nintendo doesn't have a history of of ever doing anything like that. So it's not like we had a reason other than that Bloomberg report to suspect that Nintendo does have a history of making these hardware revisions that have performance increases. So it's weird 
for that to not be a part of the upgrade at all. It's just weird that we got a Switch. Switch Pro. Switch Pro Pro. Switch Pro the second. This is Switch Pro Pro. No. In parentheses, Switch Pro the second. No, this is Switch, 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 and then the Switch Lite, and then this. No, I'm just, I know, but like, how is this much different than like a, like, you know. I think it's different only if you are a handheld player or you're playing something online that you care about. Because if you can get the LAN port, but even then, you, you could get an adapter, right? So if you want to buy like something way cheaper, if you're a person that plays your Switch on the TV... Nothing in this was not already available to you. You could have bought a adapter for the internet and you could have bought a SD card. So the only market for the Switch that this provides any benefit to is handheld players. And even then, the benefit is like a really, really weird marginal half step that doesn't qualify $350. So at that point, it's like, Either people with lots of disposable income or people who want to sell one Switch for a new one. But, oops, on the Switch, you can't do, like, save transfers. Yeah, that's, a, that's the thing. So <laughs> I don't see this being enough to get people who it's haven't weird. already bought a Switch to buy this. Like, this yeah. is... It's, like, it's only $50 more than the regular Switch. But, like, there's no appeal that I can tell. Not really. Like, there's the colors. Oh, but my you God. Could, you could just buy new Joy-Cons. Oh, no, but the, but the dock... If I put this next to my PS5, it looks so good. The white dog I mean, looks yeah, nice. Yeah, but the white dog is so nice, good. but like it's it's tied to a needless hardware upgrade. You want to yeah. know what I thought the first thing I saw this? I was like, oh, I think it's really cool that they put in a, a LAN port. And that's something people have been asking for for a while. And then I thought, why the fuck have we been asking Nintendo for this? Why is this not just standard in every Switch? This yes, is like it's... A console standard to have a LAN was... port. I was going to ask you about this because you're much more of like a Nintendo person than I am, but like it feels like just like the most standard Nintendo bullshit ever. Yeah, it is. And then they have, and then they're like, guess what? We did one single day of product testing on the kickstand and found out that it was trash. (laughs) We spent five minutes with it and realized, hey, this sucks. I hate this. Do you want to know when I bought the Switch in March 2017, do you want to know what I did? I got like four or five books and I set the thing in tabletop mode on top of a stack of books to get it to eye level so the screen would stop being obscured from my viewing angle because you couldn't get it more you 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 couldn't even get it to a 45 degree angle it's slanted it's forwards terrible. like a like a computer monitor it's so it small and no frail sense. too, right? Like, and, and the kickstand is so unstable that if you touch the left side of your switch, it just falls over. Yeah, <laughs> well, I think it's interesting they didn't mention anything about these Joy Cons too, which has me worried that they're not going to do anything to fix them. They're just different colors, yeah, now or something. Yeah, yeah. they're oh, like, God. they're like, you get new ones. They didn't. They haven't drifted yet. Yeah, yeah. Th- I, I just, I, think... I don't get the appeal other than it looks kind of cool. It's sexy, you guys. It's hot. Yeah. Here's the thing. It's I the Joy-Con thing. I know everyone talks about the Joy-Cons all the time, but the video game store recently worked out for a very short amount of time. They don't fix any game consoles at all except for Joy-Cons because they break so fucking often that they're like, "Okay, we'll make an exception for these There's a market for that, yeah. Yeah. It's such weird Nintendo it's like a Nintendo trope that they have so many devoted buyers that they could do anything and they have enough guaranteed sales to cover the costs. So they don't seem to be very rigorous. 
yeah. <laughs> on what they let pass through the door. And this is weird, man. Because if you want to do a Switch Pro now, if you want to announce that later this year, like they have, their rumors still point to that being a possibility. Then doesn't this kind of just like muddy the market? You know, it, it's going to just create confusion. Why you know wouldn't what? you just held off until you have the good new Switch model? You know what Nintendo's uh, strategy is? You know, you know the, you're familiar with the phrase two steps forward, two steps back? Nintendo yeah. is yeah. taking two steps back and like five meters to the left. They're, but they're then they like, show you... But then they show you Breath of the Wild 2, and then people are like, it's okay, Daddy. It's okay, I'm not mad at you. Yeah, exactly, okay. right, yeah. And, like, yeah, I will I will suck on that teat as long as that... No, maybe that's a bad analogy. <laughs> wait, wait, but if Nintendo's dad, why are you sucking that's on his teat? That's true, tea? that's true. But, oh, like... Oh, God. But it's, it's weird It's weird to hear, like, or to see this machine, right? Because it's like, like I said before, I don't get it. Who's the market to this, right? A Switch you know, Pro has a market, not just because of the rumors, but the fact that like the Switch is kind of underpowered compared to a lot of machines that are out there you can play video games so on now, right? I, like, I think that the market for this is people who play exclusively in handheld mode, which is probably a fair amount of people. And I do think that the um, internal storage and the OLED screen will convince enough people who want to drop an extra 50 to do it so the storage it doesn't it, they're not like they're not like bad upgrades it it's just a weird time and a weird amount of them i guess the storage isn't big enough to like not need to get an sd card uh, switch though. games are fa like fairly small though how big is breath of the wild breath of the wild is is uh not that big it's surprisingly it's, small it's, no, it's really? like less than ten gigabytes, I think. Oh, maybe. I just have. I want to say it's like eight. Yeah. I just have yeah. PS5 PTSD. P PS5 yeah, TSD. The, the, the thing is that Nintendo cartridges only hold, I want to say, like fourteen gigs. On the expensive end of the cartridges, most of them hold a lot less than that. And Nintendo is like pretty good about keeping things at condensed storage. Yeah, they're really the fact, good at optimization. That's absolutely true. The fact true. that Sony and Xbox allow you to make your game like 100 plus gigs is I think the only reason that developers often don't bother with condensing. Like, you know how the, the Call of Duty games are getting up to the point of being almost 200 gigs? Yeah. Part of that I read is just because they don't have any incentive to reduce that and like a lot of the audio is straight up uncompressed in those games for no reason it doesn't make it sound better in the game they just don't compress it because they just don't have to huh <laughs> which i don't even know why you would do that uh, i don't understand the benefit except for like making it a quick turnaround time maybe i, I don't really even understand but i don't i don't mean to get my pitchforks out but and i'll move on from the story in a minute but something alex that really stood out to me and it's that we did get some of these ideas from a certain person on Bloomberg. And this isn't the first time this month, I feel, where we've talked about rumors being started or at least being contributed to by a certain person from Bloomberg that, mm -hmm. like, are just factually untrue and sometimes cause, like, a lot of harm, like, for fake Konami guy. I think maybe we should all stop. Myself included, believing everything that Jason Schreier says might happen because he doesn't know everything. Listener, that's for me. Well, so, and for you too. fun fact about the Bloomberg thing is the person who said that actually wasn't Jason Schreier. I don't remember their oh, name. Shit, really? Yeah, yeah, oh, but, but they're part of Bloomberg Asia. Damn they it. had contacts with like production team, apparently. So, so yeah, Jason well, Schreier never, never lied to us. Always trust everything the media has ever said to you. Um, Damn it. We're, yeah. we're the media. Fuck. We're the media. Gotta trust. We're the media. Gotta trust us. 
where the media gotta trust us. Still though, Bloomberg, don't trust him with your life. But What's Janelle, the next story? Do you think, what? hold on real quick, do you guys have, <laughs> assuming that you, would you guys buy this to keep it short? Is this something no. you're interested in getting? If my Switch died and Nolan's Switch died, I guess. If we couldn't find a another Switch somewhere, I guess. I just I don't I just don't care enough to do it. If I yeah. if I'm gonna get it, I'm not gonna have two switches. And if I'm gonna go through all of the trouble of having to move all of my saves and all of my downloads over to a new switch before I sell the old one and get, I'm just I'm not gonna do that either. If like, I have to do that, I'm not gonna do it. So, I only yeah. did that because of the switch light you got me. Like oh, because I, that's such a like a yeah difference that it mattered to but me. But like you didn't even really have to do that that's because true. you basically just put Animal Crossing into it, right? You didn't, okay. like, have <laughs> a lot to move over. I played all of Pokemon Shield on there. Did that, but didn't you start it on there? Okay. Like, I, I think that I had you, to move Tetris 99 over. I feel like you kind of just, like, <laughs> sacrificed. You were like, you were like, I'm just not going to bother moving this stuff over. And it ended up being okay. It is my Animal Crossing box. It's and true. that's what happened to me with, like, the PS4, right? I was like, I have to move everything over to the PS5. But I ended up just not doing that. And, and then I realized, oh, I don't play, like, 30 of these games. Yeah. <laughs> One thing I really liked is the, uh, to, to briefly bring it back to Nintendo, uh, when you brought over saved data from the Wii to the Wii U, it was this really long animation of a, of, a Pikmin, like, moving the, uh, the Oh, on the blocks. DS, too. Yeah, it's so good. The, 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 the Wii U one was, like, super detailed. It was, like, super fun to watch. I would, like, sit there and be like, oh, this is so charming, right? Oh, you know what? No, it, on the um, on the 3DS, I want to say it used Pikmin too, but I could be remembering wrong. There was something else, maybe when you were downloading a game, where it was showing like bl- like save blocks being moved on a little assembly line wire and dropped into a box that I was think, gradually filling up. I think that's the reason that people are so forgiving of Daddy Nintendo is because he's just so goddamn <laughs> charming, right? I know, but you know what? When I got my new 2DS XL and had to transfer everything over my 3DS, I, I thought it was really awkward that I had to bring my 3DS into the GameStop and have both of them sitting up on the counter for like 35 minutes while I aimlessly walked around the store and the guy gave me updates on my 3DS. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nintendo reminds me of a slimy salesman who like happens to have some good products. A lot of them, though. Yeah, but like... Oh, like a Cutco person. Like, like a vector marketing person. Are those good knives? Apparently. Okay, well, I'm not, not, not that I'm Not that I'm advertising them. I don't, I, listener, there's, if there's yeah, one wait, thing in the world I want to be associated with less than a business major, it's, it's <laughs> multi-level marketing. Okay, I, I will never advocate for... Mul- I'm pivoting the whole podcast, in fact, to be anti-MLM, but also about video games. So back to video games. <laughs> Those are, it's funny because those are the two things you hate more than anything. Like that's, that's just a real fact. That's true. No, I don't. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't hate business majors. No, I don't. I don't hate people that are business I majors. I just wouldn't. Hate. I just wouldn't do that. Are major. you saying you like Jeff Bezos? <laughs> he's not. That guy. That fucking guy. <laughs> he's, he's a different type. Okay. The man is get him out of here. He's in space. Don't don't come back, Jeff. <laughs> don't come back, Jeff. He didn't even um, make it to space. They just barely left Earth's atmosphere. Wait. Oh, you let me down. I thought it'd be like a Challenger situation. No, no. I like was, he didn't make it to space. He just edged space. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> like, Did he do like like Virgin Airlines low orbit? Yeah, pretty much, right? right? Yeah. 
I want, I don't wish for, like, I don't, I'm not, I'm not someone who's like, I want this person to die, but it, when Jeff Bezos dies, you know what I want it to be like? You know the movie, I think it's called Jack Frost. It's that movie where the guy's dad dies and turns into a snowman. Oh, I remember that movie. <laughs> I remember that movie, yeah. I want that to happen to Jeff Bezos. <laughs> to turn into a snowman? Uh, why? To, to turn into a snowman and have like... I want Jeff Bezos to, to be the, sun the next person. The sun. You remember like in, in um, Tim Allen's Santa Claus when they come to him and they're like, you're Santa Claus's brother and Santa Claus is gone. You have to be Santa. And he's like, oh, this mortal coil. What a torturous thing I have to do. Like what if there was something like that for Jeff Bezos where they're like, oh, dude, like the, to- the tooth fairy been real this whole time he has no personal life no work-life balance every night he's just in all these houses doing the most menial job imaginable picking up teeth and he he died and he was your brother and now you have to do it every night holy shit that's you, know, you. I jeff tethos i think ew <laughs> i think the most annoying thing i've done since we moved to seattle is that every time we see a bald person i whispered and all and I'm, I'm like is that jeff face <laughs> I don't think it's that funny, but I'm not going to stop. Um, <laughs> I met a guy, I work at a pizza restaurant, and somebody came in the other day and said that they were from Arkansas and that they had just been hired by Amazon and they flew out to Seattle to meet the team. And I said, oh, cool. So you're working with the Amazon HQ in Seattle then? And they said, no, the job's in Texas, but I, f- I flew out here to meet the team. I'm still parsing that one. What do you think that means? The team also flew out here as opposed to just all meeting in Texas? I don't know. Does it mean that? Or does it mean that they're going to be working remotely with people in Seattle and they came to meet them? He's going to be meeting Jeff. For some here. reason. he's no, no way it was Jeff. He's meeting Jeff. No, Jeff's... I don't think Jeff lives here. He, he, he has a house in, uh, in, uh, in Medina, I think. But I don't know if that's if what what what, what that place. I hate is. him. What's next? Uh, <laughs> I don't talk about him anymore. No, I don't no, want to talk about Amazon. No more Jeff. Yeah. No more Amazon. Only Atari. Remember Atari? Oh. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, Atari went out of business and then was bought out by a French company, I think called Infogrames. Atari. <laughs> They're called Atari. Atari. Oh. Atari. Baguettes. <laughs> that's the thing they eat in France. Uh, oh my but god. They. They said that they are going to be moving away from free-to-play, mobile, and casino games and refocusing on premium, what they're calling premium PC and console titles. Uh, so the long and the short of it is they have, uh, they use a lot of their brands and a lot of their like studios to make mobile games and free-to-play games. Apparently there's a casino business in Africa that is also, they are also exiting and like handing off to a different corporation probably. Uh... They were going to get into TV shows and decided they didn't want to do that. Now they just want to make standard console video games. Two things. Yeah. Three things. One, I didn't even realize that they were making pachinko games. Two, did you know that they started on September 11th? Not the same year. Different one, but still. And also, I'm learning from Google right now that the Atari 2600... It was $200 when it came out, which these days is equivalent to $839. What the fuck? That's insane. Did anybody know that? Holy that's shit. That's insane. Who bought that fucking dorky thing for that much money? That's why Damn That's it. why the, we were talking about this beforehand. Like the market crash, Atari crashed the video game market, not just because of like 
a bad video game and a bad choice. It was like a lot of bad video games and bad choices, right? Hey, Pong rocks. Pong so rocks. my question is, uh, what do you guys feel like Atari has up their sleeve in terms of, um, you know, premium games? I mean, Atari, I don't associate that company with an expertise in, uh, like, any kind of relevant game design. You I don't, don't know think what's... they really have any franchises they could they could pull back out that would get people excited. Yeah. But I also I also don't know if they have a studio. Like, has there have there been any games in the past? Maybe I'm just not thinking of them. But have there been any games in the past like 10, 15 years with an Atari studio attached that have not just been like museum type collections? Um. That are. Uh, good atari used to do a lot of publishing back when they were bought out yeah uh, yeah is that right yeah yeah like, like neverwinter nights is one that they published which, those which one? godzilla neverwinter games nights. made by uh uh oh the matrix games i'm seeing stuntman yeah okay yeah. they did a yeah. lot of publishing but yeah i don't think they have a lot of ips and also well, maybe well, if they go into if they return to publishing that could be interesting eh, maybe out. this isn't a joke okay you know how, like, there's a million weird Tetris games now? Like, Tetris 99, Tetris uh, Effect. Yeah. Like, a million of them. What if they started making crazy Pong games? Pong versus. Yeah, no, that's a good idea. Online yeah. leaderboards, rollback netcode, just the highest class Pong game imaginable. Yeah, no, no, P- Pong Pong is the one, right? P- Pong and maybe, yeah. like, Centipede. Centipede, yeah, I think. yeah. It, I, I, I Atari would really need to lean in to just, like, switch ports. Or not, not ports. Switch, you know... Pac-Man Championship style DX like remakes of their classic games. Alex, did you mention the hotels? Because I I feel like if you did, I blocked it oh, out. Yeah. Because now I I'm forgot about, about the hotels. hotels. No, I know, I know about the hotels. I don't think the hotels have been in business for a while. There was something March, about the hotels, no, but in March this year, they extended their partnership for development of Atari branded hotels. You God, should look so at the concept pictures of what the buildings. I'm typing, listener, if you can hear that. That yeah, I, I, I think keyboard. I've seen that. I think I've because I remember that was a big you, thing several you, years you, ago. You've yeah, got to look, listener. You gotta Google the uh, the plan for the future Las Vegas Atari Hotel. Yeah, it's in Vegas. And tell me, tell me like, you don't get Blade Runner vibes out of this. It looks like a it looks like a fucking twenty four year old dude's PC. <laughs> uh, <laughs> sorry, yeah. streamer. I should have said streamer. Twenty four year old streamer dude's PC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Atari, Atari Hotel yeah, though, Las Vegas, right there. I guess publishing would be the thing, but I don't. I don't know, you guys. I think it's kind of weird. You want to know the weirdest thing about this to me is I remember less than ten years ago, everyone was doing the exact opposite. Like uh, Konami did that relatively recently. SNK yeah. did that a while ago, where they were like, "We're done making traditional video games. We're moving to." Uh, like casino type games and mobile free to play games, and now they're all coming crawling back. So I wonder if there was some major cultural shift that made it so now these free to play games are not as profitable anymore. Well, well you know, Atari course, yeah. Atari didn't make a lot of money off the speaker hat. <laughs> <laughs> you guys remember the Atari? Speaker I remember hat? the speaker hat. Yeah, hundred thirty dollars. 130 bucks. Listener, it's a hat with speakers in the hat. And the Atari logo can, emblazoned on the, the top. They do blue they do Bluetooth. 
you could play Blu-ray, music from blue, your hat. Blue raspberry candy. It does it all. The blue <laughs> stuff. It does it for you. Blue man group. Stuff. Blue man group comes out of there. It's. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I. I mean. Look, I don't know anything about this. It, it to me, in my heart says that the like, it's, got, it's a stupid. It has a button. It has a fake. You know, on baseball caps on the back where they have the little like the little uh, rings. Yeah, where yeah, the yeah. holes are, they have like a fake one of those that flips open to reveal a power button. <laughs> the fuck, Atari! Um, I feel like those like terrible free to play games uh... have to be dying, right? Like, I don't know. I guess they still make money but i feel like they have to be dying right that's the thing i i before i read this i didn't think they were right but like this and thinking about all those other cases has me wondering maybe free-to-play games are not quite as profitable as people or either as they once were or as people expected right well apparently they have a free-to-play roller coaster tycoon or something oh yeah i remember that i remember that I didn't know that they owned that. I got to be honest with you. There's been actually a bunch of like licensing agreements with Roller Coaster Tycoon. Like, uh, Frontier actually sued them for the rights to Roller Coaster Tycoon Three. That was a big deal. They didn't get them right because they made Coaster no, they Planet or something. like they that. They made Planet Coaster and then they got the rights Planet to Coaster, Roller right. Coaster Tycoon Three and re-released that under their brand without any Atari like branding on it. Man, Frontier's strange. Very very strange company. Yeah. Um, you know. You know, if um, the right people get the rights to Roller Coaster Tycoon, we could see um, one of those Lingo for games in Roller Coaster Tycoon. Oh my god. Bandai <laughs> Namco, get on that. Yeah. Hey, they could release a premium remake of Whack-A-Mole. Yeah, yeah. That's what you can play oh, at the yes. Atari hotels or at the now defunct or no longer Atari branded Atari. casinos in Africa. I think that guy is is outside again, knocking over trash cans. There's a very angry guy who keeps doing that today. He's having a bad time. I mean, that's that's highly relatable. We, but, uh... we 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 just heard like a like earlier today, just a bunch of whacking sounds all like, in a row. No thought, moles what, like, were what, involved. What is that? And you know, Janelle went and looked out the window, and there is this uh, sandwich board out in front of our apartment <laughs> building that says, you know, now leasing. Come in and ask for a tour. And this guy had just been angrily beating it and he had like snapped it in half over his leg and he threw both the halves out into the road and then one by one casually just walked down the row of garbage bins next to the curb and just individually (laughs) casually pushed them all over so the trash spilled out into the street and then just grabbed his mask put it on walked away well do you know why that happened why he's in such a bad mood uh is this your segue it is it's because i don't know if this is actually happening or if it's just allegedly it's allegedly it's happening but um it's looking like after lost judgment the next and second game in the judgment series a subsidiary of the yakuza (laughs) series um they're not going to be making those games anymore because the main characters agency doesn't want those games to be on pc so they won't be on anything, I guess. It's um, it's so weird. So, like, for context, Judgment is a game that you uses uh, the likeness, and I think, like, Japanese voices of a bunch of uh, prominent Japanese actors in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. a few years ago, there was a really big fiasco where uh, the uh, one of the antagonists' likeness, the actor got arrested for, like, cocaine usage or something, and <laughs> they removed him from the game. He lost any and all, like acting prospects and contracts like 
they took they take that very very seriously in Japan. Like his legacy was just tarnished completely. Uh, and it's super weird to to see this the the likeness of this actor who I believe is probably somewhere in the article. I don't see it, but with him saying that they didn't want his likeness on PC, that's such a bizarre yeah. thing. But it so what is happening here is that the talent agency believes that if a model of like a 3d model of um takuya kimura was released on pc that they might lose control over the likeness i think is what their worry is it it seems like not a very well understood worry though i maybe i don't understand how japanese copyright laws work but they're kind of draconic like they're they're pretty wild i just think that's that's a a a strange reason to dislike pc as a platform i can understand why they would differentiate pc from console in in that sense but i don't feel like it works that way and i like shit i forgot what i was gonna say um it is weird but also what's weird is that like sega only just started putting these games on pc in the last like year or so maybe not even that long yeah and they're saying that they have to be on PC. It's like a vital part of their business. Because they're but, making them so much money on PC. But like, they lose more money by not putting them out on anything. Yeah. By canceling them. Like, some people on Twitter are, were saying that they'll just, like, make a new spinoff series. But, I don't know. The studio isn't that... I don't know. They're not that big. Sega? I mean, or whoever I mean, the, their, like, talent agency is. It's uh, Ryuga Gotoku Studio. Yeah, like it, like a dragon like studio. A dra- yeah, mm-hmm. okay, that made me, me sound just... like a weeaboo. <laughs> no, it didn't. No. That made me. I just read the thing. No, it didn't. I don't think they're actually called like a dragon studio. I think even they go over here also by Ryuga Gotoku. Yeah, they? they do. They yeah. do. Yeah. Whew. Um, but people call them the Yakuza Studio because that's a weird. That's, that's a hard that's thing what to they pronounce. Are. Yeah. Yeah. But like, you're losing. It's like. This stuff always bugs me. You're losing more money by not having it on anything than you are by just not having it on one platform. You know, but maybe, like, you don't lose that much money by not having a game out on PC in, in Japan. Um, and I, we always have to remember that, like, Japanese companies don't seem to care that much about international releases. That being said, Sega does seem to, because Sega yeah, has now, been going very... Because they're seeing dividends on it, right? Sega like... has been going very out of their way, not just to port retro games but to port them with corrections to old localization problems and also to get them out on pc even getting stuff on game pass sega has been really good about that you know it this is another one of those stories that brings us back to that age-old topic of what kind of problems arise from taking a interactive medium that is not restricted by the typical visual medium problem of having to use real people on the real and just using them anyways because the laws are going to be different and like Takuya Kimura's talent agency having a say in what is being done with the character in a video game yeah is weird and it's kind of an unprecedented problem and Again, I don't know much about Japanese law, but I would have to imagine the existing laws probably pertain separately to voice acting and film acting, like like they do in America, which makes this whole situation weird. Like, what happens in a decade when Sony's license to use Norman Reedus's likeness expires? Does does the cover of the game change? I don't I don't know what 
it's going to look like. I guess it's just like Sony, not Sony, Sega. 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 Did I do it? Yes, yeah. Thank you. Um, Sega. I was, was going to say, did I do it right? Not just did I do well, it. Well, now it's the weird it thing where like. it's like the eyeball, where it's like Sega. Oh yeah. Oh, I hate, I hate that. Wasn't there, wasn't it. there a period for a while where it's just a guy screaming, Sega? Yeah. Uh, for well, for a but, while on the Genesis, every game could have their own character say it. Oh, interesting. Just, Sega pisses me off because they're always doing weird fucking things with the Yakuza games. Like some of some of the ones that people want the most that aren't like direct Yakuza games because all of those are available in the West, but they'll be like. Americans just won't like this game, so we're not going to release the Edo period Yakuza spinoff series over here, or we're going to take certain things out of our games because I don't think the Americans will like them, or we won't release this game, like any more of these games because we can't sell it on one platform. Like, it's just, I don't know it. I don't like business. I don't know about well, that, it. That practice is And it's is really stopping. frustrating, though. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. just release them on all of them but that one, and that's okay. And you're still going to make more money than you would if you didn't release it at all. Well, I think it's Am frustra- I missing something? Well, I think it's frustrating, too, because, like, the, the the talent agency's concern is the fact that PC is an open model, right? Like, there is nothing stopping you from going in, ripping that file, and, like, pasting him into another game, right? Like, remember that thing with uh, Johnny Silverhand? They, uh, the Keanu Reeves character in uh, Cyberpunk 2077, uh, when... The company that made those games, I'm blanking on the name all of a sudden, CD Projekt Red. When CD Projekt Red released, like, a modding uh-huh. platform, somebody made a mod that, like, made it so that you could, like, have sex with Sonny Silver, Johnny Silverhand, and they had to pull it down because, like, Keanu Reeves' people weren't cool with that. Is that masturbation? Uh, no, because, well, hmm. Huh, yeah, something to think about. Yeah. Yeah, Depends on the and, ending, and, I guess, right? <laughs> yeah. But and Nolan, you're right, too, and I know we've talked about that a lot, but, like... Don't you get it? I am you. <laughs> it just maybe let's stop putting actors in video games. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I, I wonder. I mean, it's it's, it's going to keep happening. I, I I'm not against it in theory. It, I am. I just think that okay. In the case of Judgment, it it caused a lot of really interesting problems. This is a really famous example, so I feel like a lot of listeners might already know this. But one of the big sacrifices on the altar of getting a famous guy from the boy band SMAP to be (laughs) the lead character in Judgment was that the game needed to cut the karaoke stuff, which is uh, a staple in the Yakuza games. It's a huge part of Every Yakuza game has karaoke except for Judgment because Takuya Kimura is a famous musician. And so getting him to do voice work is an entirely different price point and set of compensation than getting him to sing. So if you have him sing, then the budget for the game goes way up, so they just had to cut it. But then again, that's also one of the reasons they were able to do an English dub, because that hurdle is crossed. So they can... But, you know, Uh. all kinds of weird problems get introduced when you bring characters in two games like this. See, Do you think just, people into indie characters. Sorry, What's that now? I'll, well, okay, hang on. Really quick. I kind of just in general am against it. I don't... I think that 100% of the time people can make more interesting characters than just pasting somebody's real face in a video game. And all of the problems that come with it don't seem to, like, make up for any other thing. I don't know what I'm trying to say. Do you guys know what I'm trying to say? I don't. I just don't think... I think it's stupid. Like, 
I don't need Norman Reedus to be the guy in Death Stranding. I just want an er interesting character in Death Stranding. And I don't need this guy to be the guy in Judgment. But how many? Really cool. But how many but people? I think it's cool for the developers to be able to have the option. How many yeah. people do you think were sold on those games because they're big fans of both those actors? Right? Like, do you think that uh, is like a major draw for a lot of people? For these, well, for these two specific series, no, I don't think so. I think that in the case of Death Stranding, there are always going to be Nolans in the world, and in the case of the Akusa games, there's always going to be the Nolans of the world. So I don't think that in those particular cases, the actors matter that much. And I don't think that having people's likenesses in games at all is bad. Like I know that the Yakuza games often do use like, you know, kind of B list celebrities to be side characters sometimes. I love it. <laughs> and that's awesome. That's cool. But like these problems don't seem easier to deal with than just making a new character. If that no, Makes it does. I, I think where I come from on it is that it is, in my opinion, it is in inevitability as games more and more become the dominant form of multimedia entertainment. I don't think that there is a world where marquee celebrities don't end up on the box art of video games, at least sometimes. Um before it was, you know, Hollywood celebrities coming in and doing game mocap, it was games using famous voice actors repeatedly, like Nolan North, Nolan, I said that word, Nolan North and Troy Baker appearing in so many games in a row. Troy Baker especially, even more than Nolan North, appearing in so many games and being a voice that directors were intentionally having not altered that much so that people could recognize his voice, right? But like, those are, like, famous voice actors who, like, got I, I, started I'm in not, this industry. I'm not saying that it's directly comparable. I am just saying, in the market, we were already beginning to see the benefits of having recognizable performers before the uh, sort of big, uh, you know, push for having Hollywood actors come in was beginning to occur. So... The market benefits were already there. We're already seeing like games becoming more and more multimedia, getting more licensed music in there, getting more, you know, collaborations with movies and stuff. There it's it's just I think something that there's no world where it isn't going to be happening more and more. So I feel like I'm interested in it being done uh at least well. Well, what's also happening though is that you're getting Metal Gear Solid 5 Snake has less lines. Yeah, that was like that's a big one. I don't care that it is going this way. I would like it to stop going this way. Yeah, I get you. I get you. I don't think that the video game industry needs to turn into Hollywood, and I think it's just another way to cripple people's imaginations and capabilities as artists. I don't want AAA games to turn into Hollywood either. I'm just saying they're going to wouldn't mind having hollywood unions in video games that'd be cool because those are very yeah. comprehensive but like i get yes. where you come from yeah yes um you know and yeah i don't know well the good thing is that uh, you know in in the case of judgment um kimura does a really good job y yagami is an amazing character and uh he, he does a really good job and i think that one thing i guess i have to remind myself is that uh i don't even have to go up against that issue uh, of like recognizing an actor in the game because he's not familiar to me. Yeah. So to me, 
his only role that I know him in is um is Yagami. So I guess I guess I don't really have a leg to stand on here. But I was just gonna say he does he does a really good job. It's a great performance. Yeah, well, it's too bad we'll only get one more. Yeah. Yeah. Well, y'all y'all wanna spin the wheel real quick? Spin the wheel. Spin the wheel. Sorry, I've just been complaining this episode. I'm just sick of video game, big money video game, big dogs coming in, biting on my pocket. Wait yeah, a second, yeah. though. Speaking of big money, big video games, big dogs, are you excited to play this freaking werewolf Chris Redfield game tonight? Yeah! I'm talking about on the cover of Resident Evil 8. It, he's half Chris Redfield, half wolf. I don't know if that plays into the story or not, but I'm going to guess it probably does. We'll if, keep you updated. And if Chris Redfield, and listen, don't don't spoil me, and I, I don't believe in this spoiler statute of limitations shit. I avoid spoilers if I haven't played it yet. Don't tell me, listener, if this, if this is true. But if Chris Redfield is a werewolf in this game, if that's a thing that this game does, I don't, I don't, I don't even know what I'll do. I don't even know what I'll think. Find out next week. I don't even know. <laughs> What's on the Wheel of Favorites, Alex? What's on the Wheel of Favorites? A lot of things. The Wheel of Favorites is a list of uh, favorite things, favorite things that we can describe, uh, and I'm going to plug it into a random number generator and figure out what uh, this favorite thing that we are going to talk about is. And... What are you laughing at? It's a list of favorite things, that favorite things describe. that we can describe, <laughs> and here's the list of things. <laughs> here's the list of things that are our favorite things, yeah. Spin um, the wheel. Uh, the wheel, that I, the number I landed on was 32, so that is, oh, Janelle, favorite video game cat. What is your favorite cat in a video game? Recency bias, but um, in the last, well, okay, in the last part of Kentucky Red Zero, you play the you control a cat. So right now that cat. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. That was a very good cat. The cat was animated really fantastically and it felt really good to control the cat. I really enjoyed that cat. Additionally, Yakuza 6 has a little mini game where you, while you're walking around the different towns, sometimes you'll find stray cats and you can feed them and call up your friend down. It's really funny because even when you're like on the other side of Japan, your friend in Kamurocho in Tokyo will like, he owns a cat cafe. And he'll, like, send people to where you are to pick up the cats. So all of those cats are really good. Hell yeah. Yeah. What about you, Alex? Uh, off the top of my head, there is... I'm stretching the definition of cat here. But uh, there's a character in uh, Skullgirls <laughs> that is uh, oh, that is okay. basically that a cat sense. girl. But her gimmick is that all of her limbs are detachable. So, like, one of the things you can do in that, head is, in that game is, like, throw your head and have your head be a separate oh. hurt box. And, like, one of her, her, like, lost animations is all of her body parts detached and she just falls apart like a cartoon. She's a lot of fun. She's a cat burglar. And there's, like, animations of her in, like, the story mode, like, taking off her arm and putting it on the end of her other arm to, like, reach through a vent or something. It's great. Uh, I'm I'm also going to stretch the definition of cat here a little bit. Cats are like the easiest thing. I'm gonna. I want, I'd like to. I, I would like to what? also participate in stretching the definition. It sounds fun. So I'm gonna say Mary Jane from Spider Man. Well, no, hold on. That's too what? far. Okay, fine. Uh, are you talking about Black uh, Cat? Uh, Cl- Clank. Is, no, Clank that, from Ratchet and Clank. Are either of these your real answers, or are you trying to be annoying? <laughs> He's just um, being annoying. Uh, Florence from Florence. Florence has nothing to do with cats. I'm no, stretching, no, I'm the, stretching the, the definition. The reason I stretch the definition is because the Skullgirls character is a cat girl. Dante from Devil May Cry. I oh hate you so God. much. It's, I can't <laughs> okay, even fine. put it into words. Oh, no. the, the dogs from Red Dead 2. Yes. Yes. No. 
No, Alex, jokes aside, what you said is valid, but uh, let me let me not stretch the definition. Um, and uh, I'm having a hard time thinking of one. So I'll say the cat from Spelunky 2, I guess. Animal Crossing villagers, yeah. all of them. Okay, yeah. What's your favorite all Animal Crossing villager cat, though? Oh, fuck. Okay. Um, chat amongst yourselves for a moment. Go, go I, I, ahead and get in your breakout room, and I'll check in with you in about five minutes. No, you think, you think it's the E-boy you think think e cat? cat? Oh, yeah, yeah. That's a good cat. I don't like that cat that much, and it's not his fault. It's because people were weirdly horny for him. Oh, Raymond. And I thought that was weird. <laughs> Raymond, is, oh, Raymond is fine. Okay, my favorite one, I, I forgot that I love this one, but um, it's the one with, that looks like an orange. I oh, also, yeah. I also love um, Kabuki. Yeah, Kabuki's great. I'm I have a problem with Mary. She's a really cute cat, but I got a little flirty with the idea of having a new villager, and she kicked out my oldest villager, and I've never really gotten over that, and I forgot to say goodbye to him, so that hurts sometimes when I think about it too Aww. much. The cougars oh, in Red Dead um, One are the scariest goddamn enemy in any video game. They come, they completely surprise you and insta kill you if you're in like the wrong yeah. part of the map. I remember playing online with Nolan once, like back in high school, and like we were just camping out in the cabin because Red Dead One had this fucked up mechanic where like if you killed an animal, its carcass would attract a predator, and like this would just continue exponentially. So we were just like trapped in a cabin killing cougars and more cougars would show up on top of those cougars <laughs> but the really fun part about it was that there's an invisible wall for the cougars where they they can't enter the door so uh we could just stand and they would come to the door and we could shoot them and it wasn't a challenge but, but cougars, no, it wasn't it was they were sneaky a, well but you could i'm saying like you could just stay inside and they they, they couldn't come inside sure so you could yeah. just shoot them whenever they crossed the you know Whenever they were visible out of the door. But the thing was, at a certain point, they would stop spawning. So one of us would be like, okay, is it safe to go? And then we would step out of the door. And then, like, four more cougars would come out of nowhere. (laughs) And we'd have to run back inside. But sometimes you get trapped outside. It was a whole thing. But I'm going to officialize my answer of Morgana from Persona 5. And then I'm going to add the cat from Shenmue 1 in the box by the shrine that you can bring milk. Does it? (laughs) <laughs> milk doesn't milk. the cat doesn't morgana in persona 5 r turn into a guy i don't know i didn't play the persona 5 r part where morgana turns into a hot I, e-boy I, he's a teacher <laughs> not an e-boy no he's not a teacher yes, he's, he's, just, he's, a, really? he's the school counselor i think what look i haven't i is that the, canon is I've it played the opening intro to that i totally okay so in the trailer when they showed the part of morgana being a human they also showed a scene where Futaba was sitting with Sojiro talking to her mom. Oh, So I instantly assumed that those scenes were both going to be part of like a what if dream timeline. That where they kind of the whole... Maybe there'd be like a palace where everyone gets their secret deepest desire, right? Because that's like Morgana wants to be a human and Futaba wants to be with her mom again and... You know what I mean? Like, that's kind of what I assumed would what's your, happen. What's your deepest want right now, you guys, video game-wise? What's your deepest video game want? If you had a Persona 5 Palace, just really quick, we're running out of time here. But, like, what do you want? Uh, a, Shen, a good Shenmue 3. A better, a better Shenmue 3. Than, a Shenmue 3 that was, like, made when it was still owned by Sega so it could have the Virtual Fighter combat system... 
and a, a, a more faithful Bailu village. I'm not even saying faithful to what I want. I'm saying Yu Suzuki, Yu Suzuki, you laid out the blueprints for a really interesting character in Bailu Village in the end of Shenmue 2, and then you just didn't you you didn't use your own writing. You like changed your own ideas in Shenmue 3. And nobody talks about it. Some people everyone's like, their mind though. Everyone's like Shenmue 3 has boring mechanics and stuff, but Bailu Village is on point. No, it's not. Shenmue 3's mechanics were mostly fine. Bailu Village was not on point. You guys are wrong. Why does no one talk about it? That's my soapbox. Moving on. Well, there you go. Yeah, yeah. In the end of Shinmu 2, oh, Shin, no. Shin, Shinwa, Shinwa, says, Shinwa says, Japan? What's that? Okay, Baile Village is so isolated, Shinwa's never heard of the nearest neighboring country. But when you get to Bailu Village in Shenmue 3, there's a sign that says seeking part-time workers in Japanese. It's written in Japanese and also in Chinese, which makes it clear because you're playing the game in English, that it's not a concession for the player. It's a world wait, detail. Wait, wait, wait. They use the same and, alphabet, right? What if they just well, like wrote it this wrong? Is with, this is with Kana. It's not with, it's not with Chinese characters. Oh, okay, okay. And they have imported Japanese arcade machines and capsule machines. And Shinwa says that every couple of weeks, somebody comes from the harbor and drops off the toys for the capsule machine. Which implies not only that Bailu Village does have a contact with the outside world, contradicting what she said, but also that they import things from Japan. And she knows about it. It makes no sense. It's bullshit. I think, <laughs> hey, I think, I it's, it. I think it's much funnier to imagine that like the owner of that shop was like, yeah, I let my kid write on the sign, and they just wrote a bunch of random characters. I don't think they knew what they were saying. But, it, but it's, they, it's they, a, they're it's using Japanese alphabet. characters, though. Okay, so okay. There, there are yeah. Chinese characters in Japanese, but there are also specific Japanese characters yeah. that are in on that sign. But but because th- they say Arubaito in Katakana, which is, in, which is only in Japanese. But the other thing, this last thing, I swear to God, is that I know that the only reason that Bailu Village has a stupid bullshit story concession that completely retcons the world building <laughs> in order to have a capsule toy machine and arcade games is because in the Kickstarter, Yu Suzuki said he'd bring back all the old things that you love from the first two games. Oh, we know you love the arcade machines. We know you love the capsule machines. Don't worry, they'll all be in this game and all the Shenmue fanboys would be mad if they weren't. So he breaks his own world to put... This fucking capsule toy machine. Those were the capsule toys weren't even in Shenmue 2 because they didn't have them in Hong Kong. He knew what he was doing back then. The, every Yu Suzuki, you let me Are down, you okay? man. Are you okay? Make Shenmue 4 make it better. I think you need a break. I think you need a break for about a week. <laughs> oh my god. I, I think you need that's a break end, from that's Shenmue. The end of my Shen, it's the end of my Shenmue. Listen, oh, you no. start playing don't Shenmue. Don't say that fucking you, word, Alex. I'm you start even playing Shenmue, you begin to love <laughs> Shenmue. When Shenmue 3 is bad, it's like a personal betrayal. That's what happens. Uh, that's it uh, May, May from Night in the Woods is also a very good cat okay. <laughs> I like that one that's the Anne Emerald Gamescast episode and 67 Gamescast. the end the end Emerald Gamecast that's the, the final Shenmue Gamescast the end of Emerald Gamecast you are not alone 3.0 <laughs> my name is Nolan if you want to send us a question you can do so at Twitter, at ODE Gamescast. You can tweet us, you can DM us, you can look in the bio. There's a Google form, you can put questions there. Look we read in the them. Bible. You could look stuff in the Bible. Deuteronomy hey, 3.14. Hey, Alex, did you notice that he said his name but then didn't even give us an opportunity Hold on, to say our I'm, names? I'm going and now he's going to say his name again. Nope, I'm going there. You can also email us, emeraldgamescast at gmail.com. 
And of course, with me today has been. Holy shit. Um. I'm I'm Alex. And also. I'm Janelle. Oh. There you go. This Still is our new identities now. Still okay. thinking about Shenmue. Shut the fuck up about Shenmue. Okay, we'll talk about it next week. See you then. <laughs>